Fix. Common room folk, welcome to this week's Sports Fix. I am your host, Ben Cullen. UK Sport and the Premier League was given a glimpse of hope via the British PM this week. Up to 10,000 fans could be back in stadiums by mid-May as part of the government's plan to move England out of lockdown. Prime Minister Boris Johnson has announced a four-part plan to lift the coronavirus lockdown. Outdoor sports, including football, golf and tennis, will be allowed to resume in England from the 29th of March. The turnstiles of our sports stadiums will once again rotate, said Johnson. The government says it will run a series of pilot events in April, which will include the Premier League. If the pilots are successful, up to 10,000 people could be allowed in stadiums for sporting events, but not before the 17th of May. Miami Heat have beaten the Los Angeles Lakers 96-94 in a rematch of last season's NBA Finals. The Lakers claimed a 4-2 series win to take the title last October. But in the first meeting between the sides this season, Kendrick Nunn scored 27 points and Jimmy Butler had 24 points and 8 rebounds for the visitors in LA. You can tell the chemistry is building, said Nunn, who hit five three-pointers. We've been together for a week and a half and it just gives us more of a feel for each other. Both teams struggled in the fourth quarter, combining for just 32 points. But two free throws by Butler with 12.4 seconds left were the difference. Elsewhere, Steph Curry missed out on his homecoming as the Golden State Warriors lost 102 to 100 at the Charlotte Hornets. Curry, who missed playing in his hometown last season with a broken hand, warmed up but returned to the locker room before the start of the game feeling unwell. Novak Djokovic and Naomi Osaka are the king and queen of the Australian Open. Djokovic said his journey to a ninth Australian Open was an emotional roller coaster. The world number one continued his dominance at Melbourne Park with a 7-5-6-2-6-2 dismantling. He also won the title despite tearing an abdominal muscle during the third round. This, of course, impacted his training. Djokovic's victory leaves him two grand slams behind Roger Federer and Rafael Nadal in the three-way battle to finish with the most men's titles. Roger and Rafa inspire me. That's something I've said before. I think as long as they go, I'll go. Japan's Naomi Osaka cemented her place as the outstanding star of the women's game. She beat American Jennifer Brady in the Australian Open final to win her fourth Grand Slam title. Osaka, who's just 23, is unbeaten in major finals after a 6-4, 6-3 win in Melbourne. Now, onto this week's guest. I was incredibly lucky to get the chance to talk to one championship star, Alan Galani. Alan is fresh out of quarantine and joins us via Zoom. Alan is more commonly known as the Panther. He is a four times world champion Muay Thai fighter and also competes in the heavyweight division of the One Championship. Welcome to Sports Fix, Alan. Thank you for joining us today. How are you? Uh, thank you, Ben. Thank you. Thank you for having me. It's always a pleasure. Uh, I'm very good. Thank you. Yeah. Good man. All right. Well, we like to start our interviews with some quick fire questions. So do your best to answer as quickly as possible and we'll feel you out a little bit and give the listeners a chance to cast judgment. Okay. Let's do it. Striking or grappling? Striking. Favorite retired MMA fighter? Uh, Favorite retired MMA fighter. Uh, Favorite. I have so many favorites. I'm not sure. I would say I'll go for Fedor Emilienko. Very good. Are you an early bird or a night owl? Early bird. Good man. Favorite active MMA fighter? John Jones. One championship or UFC? 
One championship. Of course. Favorite cheat meal? <laughs> A good burger. Good burger. Nice. Uh, dogs or cats? Dog. And final question. Favorite sport that's not MMA related? Uh, soccer. Soccer. Awesome. Thank you, Alan. Now, um, you've, you've just come off the back of an unfortunate loss in Singapore and you spent three weeks yes. in quarantine. I was looking at your Instagram stories and your daily videos on your quarantine routine and uh, activities. How was that for you? Well, I think, uh, uh, first of all, going to quarantine has been a, a, such an experience. I mean, I've I never been to jail before. So for me, that was like being in jail. Uh, I'm always very active, you know, I'm always moving. So being locked, you know, in you know, a single room, it's uh, it's not the best thing for me. But, you know, in any situation, you have to make the best of it. So I quickly got on my toes and uh, put myself together and I made the best of it. Yeah. Good man. Like to hear that. Now, you're, you're a very impressive um, athlete, largely because you are built and have a huge muscle mass, but you're also possibly the most flexible man on the Internet. Um, so I'm curious as to what came first. Was it the flexibility through your judo and karate or, you know, when did the muscle come? Which was first? <laughs> That's a good question. I think somehow uh, I've always been an athlete. I uh, started uh, with uh, martial arts very soon, uh, very early in my, uh, in my life. And I think I've been influenced a lot by my parents, especially my mom. Uh, she wanted her boys to be active and to be positively active. So she made sure to, you know, uh, guide us, you know, through, you know, whatever was out there. And then it was up to us to, you know, make a decision. So she introduced us to martial art very early. And uh, and I think during martial art, I discovered that, you know, I could work on my flexibility and that I was flexible. And uh, it, I, I don't think it's something that you're just born with. I think it's something that you work on. So it is something that I've always worked on. Yeah. So you have to work, work on it. Yeah, nice. Now, I read on the internet, now you never believe everything you read on the internet, but I read that you started with judo and karate. Is that correct? Yes, that's correct. I, I started with judo. I started with judo. Uh, one day, I, I was watching my brother doing karate while I was doing judo. I was watching my brother doing karate and I was doing very good in judo. And uh, I think the coach, uh, the the regional coach, they didn't want me to do anything else because I was, you know, quite the athlete in judo. So I was winning and I was like leading the team. Uh, and I think I was going to watch my brother or waiting for him to finish karate. So every time I was watching them training and I was kind of like copying the move on the side, you know, just like practicing on the side, watching what they, they were doing. And, uh, and I used to practice a bit at home with my brother when we go back home. So one day uh, I was just waiting for my brother and they were doing uh, this, this competition and they, they missed they were missing a competitor and then they asked me to just join quickly and i never done it before i was just like watching them and i was very happy to jump in there and join and guess what i did uh, the best uh, fight of the of the of the, the afternoon uh, that's how i got into karate immediately and i started liking you know the the striking and yeah. and all of that and not long after i switched to kickboxing that's amazing, especially that the fact you'd never done it before. That's that's a really good story. As a teenager yeah. and then moving towards an adult, when did you start competing in, in competitions, whether it be uh, Muay Thai or kickboxing, and then obviously you moved into MMA? What was the was the journey? I was always a fan of competition. I always wanted so much fun. I think it's important to do something that you that you like, and I was I, I really love it, and I was 
having fun. So it was it was very easy for me because I just like it, and I like the fact that it was it was positive. It was positive for me being uh, someone who was very shy when I was a kid. I was very shy when I was a teenager. Uh, martial art gave me uh, um, that confidence that I that I needed. You know that I confidence that I needed, and and. You know, that's something that I'll never forget. So um, I was always competing anyway uh, since I was a teenager or since I was a kid already. Yeah. Whether it was like just regional or whether it was just a local competition, it was a competition. So it was very easy for me to, to, um, to you know, evolve and uh, into, into a bigger competition. So it was quite natural. To evolve into bigger competition but so i did compete in judo then i compete in karate and then i switched to kickboxing and i did competition in kickboxing and i just loved the striking part of it and uh, then uh, then it was muay thai when i became a uh, african champion in uh, in kickboxing i wanted to conquer the world thank you alan we look forward to hearing more from you again next week hong kong are you ready this is the hottest ticket in the world right now this week's hottest ticket in the world takes place in the Principality Stadium in Cardiff. Wales take on England in the Six Nations and will compete for the Triple Crown Trophy. The stadium will be empty, but as always, it is set to be a cracker between these two age-old rivals. Have a great weekend, everybody, and I'll see you for your sports fix next week. And that was Ben Cullen for you for tonight's sports fix. Join him every Friday here in the Common Room. Common Room with Al